Hey y'all, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. We are doing our third video episode. Um, so this one is about the going-ons of um, Arizona and their um, effort to legalize adult use next year. Um, I, I gave a cursory glance at um, the initiative, and um, there are a number of things I don't like about it. Um, there's a lot of tyranny in it, and there's a lot of things that give me cause of concern. But, um, you know, this might be this might be the only chance you get at it for the time being. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm on one hand, there's a lot, lot, lot of imperfections with this law. It gives from what I'm reading, it gives like the existing dispensaries that already exist like a a home card advantage to start doing um, retail sales. It gives the medical dispensaries that already exist um, first crack. And I, I just feel it's going to squeeze out average Janes and average Joes who want to, you know, who want to buy a grow house and, and grow their own or, or even sell to a dispensary. You know, it's, it's it just seems like med men and all the big marijuana corporations like uh, Wet Dream. And um, so I'm, I'll, I'll read the article and I'll give my commentary on it and I'll highlight some things that I find ty tyrannical. Um, when you get the audio version of this, obviously, um, you won't see the things highlighted, but, um, but the video version of it, um, you'll see it. A ballot measure to leak. So this is from, uh, Ariz this is from Arizona Republic and Ryan Randazio wrote it. Group backing legal marijuana in Arizona releases ballot measure details. A ballot measure to legalize marijuana in Arizona will allow people 21 and older to have as much as an ounce of the drug, while letting the state decide some important decisions regarding potency. Oh man, give give a give a GOP or give give lawmakers in general, because Dems are, are just as free from madness too in a lot of ways. But you give these lawmakers that hold this plan in contempt carte blanche to write the rules. That's not going to end well. That's, that's, that's a red flag in that first paragraph. The backers have spent months consulting on the initiative and made a concerted effort to address concerns from public safety officials, municipalities, and other groups likely to oppose the measure, said spokeswoman Stacey Pearson, senior vice president with Strategies 360 in Phoenix. The result is a measure that would limit sales mostly to the existing medical marijuana Dispensary locations, Arizona, tax sales at 16% above regular sales taxes, leave much of the regulation to the Department of Health Services, and direct new revenues mostly towards community colleges and, and public safety. Ooh, so they're probably gonna give a they're probably gonna give like a a huge hang, ha, handout to the cops, and you know it's, it's like Jody Emery said, it's it's gonna be like a a huge hang handout to the cops to enforce fake legalization new prohibition this is already fake legalization in the sense that 
only these big medical dispensaries that bring in millions of revenue a year will get first crack. And um, and it's all it's, and you're gonna have lawmakers who who grew, who who grew up with Nixon telling them that cannabis is bad, making the regulation. It's like putting it's like putting the fox in charge of the hen house. It's just it's not gonna end well for the, for Arizonans, in my opinion. Ultimately, ultimately, we found a policy that provides maximum authority to the government to regulate the maximum penalty for folks that are not complying with the rules. See that? That's some fake legalization. If you are not hurting anyone or their property, who flipping cares? You're just you're just drumming up new ways to still give tickets, even though it's quote unquote legalized. That ain't that ain't legalization in my eyes, you know. It just it just isn't. And um, let's let's continue. The footprint that people could tolerate tolerate. So not a dispensary on every corner. We heard folks loud and clear that they, they did not want that, and that will be a substantial amount of revenue to the state for projects that are critical. The new excise tax is estimated to bring in $300 million annually to the state after the program is set up and running at full speed after a few years, she said. That is based on the estimate the industry will be worth about $1.8 billion, she said. Something to note about Arizona. Arizona has over 7 million people, so they're going to be a huge, huge market when they get legal. Even even at this lockdown sort of... Um, proposal there's it's going to be a very 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 big market you know um I, when on my way to like california when i visited my sister like this was like in the aughts but um we flew over like colorado and arizona and it's, it's hugely beautiful and um i i just feel that um it's gonna be a giant market in the state it's a big state seven million people's nothing to sneeze at it's roughly how much Massachusetts has. Arizonans have been ex expecting the measure backed by the state's licensed medical marijuana dispensaries following a failed e effort in 2016. The details of the proposal are now public for the first time. The 16-page Smart and Safe Arizona proposal will be filled with the Secretary of State's office on Friday, Pearson said. The effort is mostly funded by major medical marijuana dispensary companies based in or operating in Arizona, including Harvest Health and Recreation Inc., Cureleaf Holdings, and MedMen Enterprises. If the measure gets the required 23,645 23, valid signatures by July 2nd, 2020, it will appear on the 2020 ballot. Something else to note there um, in Arizona and this 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 smart and safe um, organization, they are um, what they're doing is that they're going to get three hundred and fifty thousand or three hundred and forty thousand signatures as like a good buffer or cushion room in case the um, in case the powers that be decide that X amount of signatures are invalid. And then, you know, they're up they're up craps or shits creek without a paddle and um it's pretty it's always good to get more signatures than you need just in case shenanigans are pulled because again you have you have lawmakers 
and judges and 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 reefer madness people who grew up in the 70s 80s and and before then that have nothing but contempt for the plant they think it's just something you do in college and they don't they the reviews are still stuck in the 1980s you know and even even new lawmakers like even even they intellectually know that it should be legal and that people of color are going to jail for it or um or that um it has medical value they still don't like the plant they're still beer and wine people and they still look at cannabis with contempt so we have a long ways to go until we can clean house and drain the swamp with drain the swamp full of reefer madness people and put in people that that think rationally about the the medical herb cannabis let's continue if approved the law would allow applications for retail stores starting in January 2021 and directs HS DHS to license to issue licenses within 60 days of the applications. What would the measure do? Here are some key provisions. Adults would be able to possess one ounce of marijuana with no more than five grams of it being marijuana concentrate. Every adult would have six plants at their home with no more than 12 plants in homes with multiple adults. The Department of Health Services, which regulates the state's existing medical marijuana program, would have to establish rules allowing for sales to sell marijuana by June 1st, 2021. Ma marijuana would be taxed like any other retail good by the state and municipalities who spend those tax dollars as they choose. An additional 16% excise tax would be placed on marijuana products. Money made from the excise taxes would fund various state agencies such as the DHS, the Department of Public Safety, for expenses related to the fact. Sounds like tyranny to me. I'm going to highlight this. Tyranny. Look at that. Tyranny. It's going to be used to continue to drum up charges and make money for the state, even though it's quote-unquote legal. The remaining funds would be split mostly between community college districts, police and fire departments, and highway user fund. Yeah, sounds like fake legalization to me. And this is especially troubling. I'm going to highlight it before we read it. The act does not require an employer to permit or accommodate the use of marijuana on the job. I'm going to read that again. The act does not require an employer to permit or accommodate the use of marijuana on the job. It gives, it gives these corp, so you're enshrining in the law corporate tyranny. The rights for corporations to monitor what we do in our off time, even when it's not affecting our job performance. They can still enforce their existing bias on people. They can still, they can still enforce that. And, um, it's, that's problematic. Like so many people are going to see, are going to read that, but are going to read the petition when they sign it. And they're going to be like, all right, I want it legal, but am I going to, am I going to actually do it? No. And you're just going to have tourists that do it. You're just going to, and a lot of people that could benefit from it medically. Cause as we've talked about multiple times in this show, most people who, who go to recreational dispensaries in legal states use cannabis for medical purposes. 
So you're going to have people that could benefit or that can use it to help sleep better or they can use it to treat back pain or they can use it to take cramps or migraines. They're going to be like, no, I'm going to I'm not I'm going to continue using my pharmaceuticals because it's not going to cost me my livelihood. It's going to help me feed myself, my family and, and, and everyone in between. So you're going to have people you're going to have a bunch of people that just don't that don't make use of it. You're going to have. You're gonna have sales being really weak and anemic, in my in my estimation. And then this is this is in tandem with this other one. It does not restrict the rights of employers to maintain a drug-free workplaces or have policies restricting the use of the drug by workers or job applicants. It does not allow driving, flying, or boating while impaired, even to the slightest degree, by marijuana. Define impaired. It states that the act does not allow marijuana use in public places like restaurants or open spaces like city parks. Again, this would be fine if there wasn't federal prohibition and this was treated like cigarettes or alcohol where where there aren't there aren't many, if any, landlords that are restricting you putting a six pack in the fridge. Like, like most landlords would not be able to move their property because alcohol is such an accepted part of the culture. And it's, it's, it's almost like a God given right in this country to drink, but, um, they wouldn't be able to move that property. You know, it needs, it needs to be as, it needs to be as seen as problematic to do the same with cannabis, but we're sadly not there yet. And you're enshrining tyranny in the law by, by, by putting that there. You're, you're enshrining, you're enshrining that people who, whose landlords still believe in reefer banners and don't allow them to use in the, in the location, you know, they can't use it in their car. They're going to get a DUI. They cannot use it in public. Like this law says, and the and their landlord can restrict them so if you and and if you live in federal housing because it's still federal schedule one narcotic then forget then then all bets are off you you have no right to use it you know and if your landlord restricts it you have no right to use it and you could still get lots of you could still get tickets this is fake legalization my dudes no marijuana product could be sold that resembles a human insect fruit, toy, or cartoon, meaning gummy bears and gummy worms would be prohibited. The 116 or so medical marijuana dispensaries operating the state today that are in good standing with the DHS, as well as people wishing to run a dispensary in a county with fewer than two medical dispensaries, would be first to apply for a license to run a retail marijuana shop. After that, the DHS would be able to issue any re- remaining or additional licenses based on random selection. Like medical marijuana dispensaries in Arizona, the number of recreational retail shops would be limited to one-tenth of, of the number of licensed pharmacies. That seems an ar- arbitrary number pulled out of thin air, but okay. Existing medical marijuana dispensaries that win a retail license will be forced to to locate the retail shop alongside the medical dispensary. This provision seeks to ensure the total number of marijuana shops in the state would not grow much beyond the medical sites operating today. 
The initiative also lays out violations for people caught with more than an ounce, but less than 2.5 ounces, petty offense, and minors caught with less than an ounce, a $100 fine in the first offense, and drug counseling. Ugh. Tyranny. Beginning in July 2021, people convicted previously of possessing less than an ounce of marijuana or six or fewer plants or paraphernalia can petition to have that record expunged. Again, I don't, I don't like this. It should be automatic. It's petition. So the, the person who got charged, who shouldn't have, who didn't do anything wrong and didn't harm anyone or their property, they are going to have to pay what is a poll tax pretty much. And it's going to come out of their pocket, even though these corporations, these hundred or whatever dispensaries that got first crack. They're making a killing, making selling medical marijuana. Arizona is a very, very big medical marijuana market. They're making a killing off this. And, you know, they're making so much profit, but the people that got charges for it are going to have to pay out of their own pocket. If you're in jail, how much money are you making? You're, I mean, they don't pay you anything. I mean, you hear in like California, you're, you're having prisoners fight wildfires for $1, $1 a day or whatever, $1 an hour. So you, what, what money do you have to pay legal fees to expunge your record when you get out? Like, or, or, or if you've been in jail or whatever and you're locked out of good jobs, like, it seems, it screams poll tax. The act requires those petitions be granted unless law enforcement provides clear and convincing evidence that the person is not eligible for such treatment. DHS would be left to decide issues such as whether delivery is allowed and how it would operate. DHS is also directed to set parameters on potency. Oh man, that's not good. One of the keys was limiting the number of dispensaries, supporters said. We do not want a larger footprint for marijuana sales in Arizona than we already have, says Rospali Despai, a attorney for the measure. Voters don't want a larger footprint, Pearson added. No animal-shaped gummies. Keeping children safe was also important, which is why there are limitations on shapes and designs of edible products. I mean, just don't be an idiot. Like, I mean, why aren't we getting rid of big league shoes? Doesn't that encourage people to, doesn't that encourage young kids to want to do dipping tobacco? Um, why don't we get rid of Mike's Hard Lemonade and Mike's Hard Limeade? Does, I mean, don't those bright bottles tempt kids to want to drink it? What about, what about hard, um, ginger ale or hard what root beer? I see that at my liquor store. Isn't that tempting to kids? I mean, I mean, we can go on and on. The initiative states, okay, so let me, let me go back. So animal shaped products are t available today for medical patients, but won't be for medical use. So you can have a gummy blob, a gu gummy square, but you cannot produce or sell gummy bears. That's I said, the initiative states that the intent is to ensure marijuana is sold by legitimate taxpaying business people and not criminal actors. In the interest of the efficient use of the law enforcement resources, enacting revenue for public purposes, and individual freedom. That I don't see a lot of freedom in this measure, but um, I mean, 
if if this is going to be the only thing that that's going to be, is this is going to be the only measure and this is the only thing you can choose from i mean i mean even if i lived in arizona i would still have to vote yes on this even though i have a lot of reservations about this in the public in the interest of efficient use of law enforcement resources enhancing revenue for public purposes individual freedom the in the responsible adult use of marijuana should be legal for persons 21 years of age or older subject to state regulation taxation and local ordinance the act says in declaration administering a new program and creating rules would create costs for the state but the act requires money to come from the existing medical marijuana fund to pay for the dhs to carry out the act money in that fund comes from the fees that the state colleges charge to acquire a medical card for the drug today because the number of medical marijuana users in the state has exceeded expectations the, that account has about 50 million in it for for that can or in it that can't be used for other state projects because it was enacted by voters thus restricting what lawmakers can do with the cash. The act calls for 15 million from the medical fund to be directed to Arizona's Teacher Academy, 10 million to the DHS public health programs, and 10 million to the governor's office of of highway safety to reduce impaired driving. All right, this is this is a talking point I, I often see hear cannabis activists say. When you legalize cannabis, you're not creating a bunch of new marijuana consumers. They're, you know, these same people that were using marijuana were using it before it was legal. Now they're just going, now instead of going to their gal or guy, they're just going to these state sanctioned dispensaries. And, um, you're not creating, you're not creating a million or two million or three million or five million more high drivers. The same people that were doing that, and I'm not condoning people drive impaired, but the same people that were doing it were already doing it. So you don't need millions more to enforce highway safety. This is just reefer madness. Oh, we got to be tough on crime when we don't, well, we don't have proof that, um, cannabis impairs in the same way that alcohol does there's no proof there's going to be false positives with this sort of fake legalization the act also calls for the creation of a justice reinvestment fund with some of the excise tax money end of article lots of tyranny i'm saying lots of tyranny lots of tyranny that i am seeing um so here's um, Smart and Safe Arizona. Um, I mean, support support them if they're the only option or the only game in town, I guess. But there are a lot of things wrong with this. Hopefully, hopefully the the things that are wrong with it can be corrected by a a, a future ballot initiative. But maybe maybe the best route would just be to get your foot in the door and then try to try to change things after. Try to change things in 2022. Right, try to open things up in 2022, perhaps. Who knows? But um, yeah, I'm, that's that's all I've got to say about this. Um, hope you guys got a lot out of it. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support and expand our humble little project, there are a few ways you can support us. We plan on doing 
big and humble little things with our projects, such as getting to trade shares, visiting other MMJ and recreational states, and doing on-field work. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have $5 and $10 tiers if you're feeling extra generous. And those come with their own benefits too. And um, if you subscribe to the the 10 and above tier, you you get some personal time if you're over 21 with Mr. Sativa. So, uh, you know, you can chat with me on Discord. You know, we can have 15-minute one-on-one time. So you get you get exclusive episodes. You get early releases when you join these tiers. And you can also subscribe and find our podcast Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Follow us on socials at um on, on Twitter, for example, at IC Sativa Podcast, and on Instagram at I am Canvas Sativa. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace.